<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm sitting here with my friend. She was my co-host on Daily Pop for a few days. She is a singer. She's an actress. She is a podcaster herself. Her name is Jana Kramer, everybody. Hi. Um, first off, I need to know, what's it like co-hosting Daily Pop? It's honestly super intimidating. Why? No, I'm always I'm always interested to know because I'm never on that side of the sure. spectrum. Sure. So I'm always curious. Well, it's hard because again, like you're incredible, like you're an incredible host, right? And so you, you you're like you're you're insane, amazing. But also it's intimidating because you don't wanna overstep. You don't wanna over like or you know and, they, and they say they'll, they'll say like hey like disagree with them and i'm like it's their show like i don't want to be rude and i don't want to like step in but like they i know the producers want that like well i don't really agree yeah. with that or but it's hard as a guest coming in because you're like well i don't want to be that person and then have justin be like what like no, why are I you like throwing shade? <laughs> i love it no i always tell everybody right right before you get on the show i always say the same thing pretend like you've been here for four years and we're all on even playing fields and this is your show too because that's how i i mean for me dp works when people feel the most comfortable because at the end of the day, we're three girlfriends sitting around a living room talking about things that normal girlfriends would talk about. You know what I'm talking about? No, for sure. And you, and I mean, you make it amazingly comfortable. But again, like, you know, it's, I mean, uh, Morgan and Aaron are so cool. So I'm glad that it works, but it does feel, it feels weird just because you're like, I don't want to step on too many toes here. Oh, I get it. No, no. I literally went to um, the Today Show for two days. It's crazy because they do the same thing where they're like, oh my God, please come and make it your own. But you do get a little afraid to step on people's toes and you're so scared. I said, I said on live TV on the Today Show and I almost blew up. I almost like set myself on fire. I mean, we were talking about like vaginas and stuff on Daily Pop. So I was like, I don't think I was allowed to say vagina or penis, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you could like, say it. Cool. We're on cable TV. You could say whatever you want. Oh, okay. um, but good. I had I had so much fun with you that I really wanted to invite you back to just to sit for us to go through hot topics and um, and just do some some fun stuff and just talk like two girlfriends. Well, you are my girlfriend, so this is I perfect. Know. I'm always like, 
I want you to like be my my partner in crime. And I know like probably everybody wants you to do that, but I'm always just like, I want to travel with you. I want to go shopping with you. I want you to like, I don't know. You're just like come. No, I think I wish you like would my just kids' uncles. I know. Yeah, just move to LA. We can sort it out. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, I have something to ask you since you're an actress, Jana. You know that CW series, Supernatural? Well, there were two main actors. One was Jared Padalecki, and the other one was Jensen Ackles. Now, a few weeks back, Jensen announced that he has a new Supernatural spinoff. Now, his former co-star, Jared, shares that he had no idea that it was in the works, and he found out about it on Twitter. He said he was gutted and that no one had told him. I want to know from you as an actress, would you be more upset with the studio for not telling you or with your co-star for not giving you a heads up? Because it was a spinoff, honestly, I'd be more upset with my agent that I wasn't aware of it. Because like, you've got to know that something like that is going on. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Because obviously there's and Jensen said something like it's it's a bumpy road with co-stars and that's just the truth like it's always can be you know on and off hot days cold days you know like yeah it's it's one of those things so I get that maybe Jensen why Jensen didn't tell him but I would be more upset of like to my agents like hey like why wasn't I made aware of this because now I just feel stupid I totally agree with you I would not hold it against my co-star but I would have pretended like I didn't know, like I knew everything that was going on online. I wouldn't have made it a thing because now it's, oh, I put my co-star in an awkward position and now the network's in an awkward position. I just would have pretended like, hey, I knew about it. All good. I'm so excited. I actually can't wait to watch it. This is going to be crazy. And then turn heads and choke bitches out on email. 1000% same thing. Like I, one million percent. I'd be like, Oh wow. Like congrats. Like that's amazing. And then I'd have been like, what the mother effer, you know, like yes. how could you like a to my agents and managers. And then I would probably say to him, like, you know, it, it sucks to not be included or being told about this, but you know, yeah. best of luck. But that, that really shows the hand of, I, I don't know. It just, it, when I read that, I was like, Oh wow. That's, I mean, I can't talk because I'm very open about things. And sometimes people are like, that sounds very victim-y. And maybe that's kind of the same vibe that he, you know, how he portrayed it. But at the same time, I, I wouldn't have done it that way. Yeah. I will say my co-stars on my show, when it comes to work things, they're pretty open about side deals and things that they have going on before it hits the airs. But when it comes to their personal lives, I find out everything about Morgan Stewart on Twitter. Wait, literally could be sitting next to her the whole time but can we i just will talk about really fast uh, like i was when we were doing the show i didn't know who her husband was i just i didn't but she had said something about like oh you know my husband has you know a famous family and i was just like well I, i'm like i didn't know so i like started stalking i was like oh my god that's like dr phil's that's crazy yeah of course no of course she would marry a therapist's son like <laughs> it's like the perfect match for her because all she wants to do is talk like she is mostly an open book and she just wants to talk. Like if she has an issue, the hair and makeup people are going to hear it. The gaffing yeah. guy is going to hear it. The guy who opens the gate for us in the morning is going to hear it. Like she is I good about her. talking. She's, She's awesome. Great. I think I'm she, doing she, her for she was, nine I was years. the most scared of her to be completely open and honest. I was, just because she's got a very strong energy. And I was just like, oh, man, she's going to swallow me whole and spit me out. But she was the sweetest. And maybe, I don't know, maybe she said stuff after I left. But she was so nice. Mm -hmm. 
And by the way, if she didn't like you, you would know it. Yeah. And she would have not, she doesn't, she can't hide her feelings and her emotions about people. So if she didn't like you, you would have left the first 30 minutes being like, oh, she doesn't like me, but she loved you. She wanted you back on the show. And she <laughs> felt like you made our lives easier, which you did, because sometimes we have guest hosts and it's more work for us to include the person sure. and try to find angles that they can relate to. But you came in and you were seamless. That's sweet, baby. So Thank we really you. appreciated it. Yeah, <laughs> So, yeah, let me ask you about this one, because okay. we heard last week that Chloe and Tristan broke up <sighs> a few weeks back and we saw the, the video footage of him at a party getting his life. And we heard that he had snuck into a bedroom with three women at Nestle Beezer's party in Los Angeles and Bel Air, you know, a few days later. But Chloe celebrated her birthday this weekend and Tristan posted on IG a happy birthday to Chloe and he quoted it saying, thank you for not just being an amazing partner, mommy and best friend, but also for being the kindest, caring and most loving human being I've ever met. Your love and spirit is contagious to all who have met you. Thank you for always being there for me and putting our family first. I love you so much. Have an amazing day. Now, people are saying it's inappropriate to post something like that when someone just broke up with you to make people think that you guys are still together and are still kosher. How would you feel if you were Chloe Kardashian? <laughs> I mean, I feel like Chloe and I have a lot of similarities. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, not at all. What are you talking about? We have zero similarities. Um, I mean, <laughs> if, if we actually broke up, that message would annoy me. And only from a place of, hurt like do you love yes. me do you really love me if you mm -hmm. really love me and our family and our little girl then then why 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 did you cheat on me again why did you go out with those girls why are you acting that way you really love me like and that's and that's just from like the hurt angry betrayed side now i think chloe has a little more level head than i do in those situations so for sure and so yeah that would if if they are broken up and that's what happened that would really bother me yes the one thing though, and I, I keep on going back and forth in my head about this because there's something very sweet about someone looking past what has happened and unfolded and coming to the realization that this person is always gonna be in my life. He's the father of my child, I need to be nice. I also think part of why she can forgive him so easily is because she put herself in that position, knowing what he was capable of and knowing that he could do it again. It wasn't like it was the first time. And- But the second time I think makes it harder though. My head is just jumbled. Like, what do I believe what I don't believe? I just think that sometimes it's not even the act. It's the fact that you can't get over yeah. what the past has influenced. And that'll always be part of the relationship. I mean, that's that was ours. I mean, granted, things ended differently with my last relationship, but it's like, yeah, any any situation, it's like because of their past actions, you're always doubting. Well, I don't know, like, is something going to happen there, or was that a really innocent thing when he invited that girl on the bus and deleted the text message? You know, like it's your yeah. head just starts to like go there, and it's. And then what's messed up is usually they make us feel like we're the crazy ones. So it's like, no, but we would never think that if like A, B and C didn't happen, you know, for, for sure. So I'm like, ah, 
<laughs> for sure. But then it's also like, look, I know a lot of people, famous people and rich people who are in open relationships that no one else knows about. I know a lot of men and women who turn a blind eye to what their husbands or wives do on the side. And it's an open secret in their marriage. And there's an understanding. But I think if America got involved in their relationship, what was working before for them when no one knew would not work now because they would sure. be afraid of the judgment. And I think if he conducted himself with a little bit more decorum and a little bit more self, like a little more respect for her, yeah. I think the turnout would have been a little bit different. Like, granted, I don't know what happened at that party in Bel Air. Why are you there? I know we're broken up. I know we're broken up. Take a beat. <laughs> be careful. Your nice names are connected. You know, People are going to be watching you. Why did you have to go in the bedroom with the three women and the other man? And I know a lot of times, look, we live in LA. A lot of shit happens in bedrooms that don't involve sex, if you know what I mean. Like, you've all I, seen what happens at Studio 54. Okay. A lot of times, people don't like to roll a joint and smoke by themselves. But because you are who you are, and because of what happened, you now have given people the right to speculate yeah. that you, have, you were sleeping with somebody. Which is like, be smarter. Think about that. Be smarter. You know? Yes. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I don't think they're over. Yeah. I just want her to be happy. I really do. I feel like she's had just a really <laughs> dating history. And I just wish that she, I, I just, I, I, I would really love for her to find a, a man that she can trust and love and, and mm -hmm. be that kind to her. Do you ever use a crock pot to cook? A crock pot? Yeah. I don't Our know Dutch how to oven? cook. Okay. I'm really good at Dutch ovening and I'm really good at crock potting. Okay. People, most people don't know the rules of crock potting. When you set the timer and you set the crock pot for four hours, you're not supposed to open the crock pot for four hours because there's pressure and there's heat. So if you uncover the crock pot, uh -huh. you have to add 15 more minutes to it. Oh. And I think men are like crock pots. Sometimes you meet a man and you say, you're not ready to mm. be with me, but you're a good person. You seem like a, like a okay guy. You seem like you were raised right. You know, everything's in place, but you need to go have 18 more hot girl summers before <laughs> I undo this crock pot and eat what's in it. But I just think that she lifted the lid before he was ready. I've heard from other people connected to that family that he really is a nice guy, that he's great, that he is like fun to be around and all of these things. But like Kristen Bell did with Dax, let him go live his life for a little bit longer. Let him see what he's missing. And then when he's ready to come back, not in a pandemic, because let me say, every motherfucker, Dax and Kristen Bell met. Uh -huh. Dax was like, I'm not ready for this. I am still seeing other people. I can't get serious with you. And she didn't put up a fight. She was like, okay, like, all right, yeah. go yeah. ahead and live your life. Sure. And then she went on about her life and he came back whenever he was ready, when the time was right. And now they have a beautiful, wonderful relationship, but she didn't try to change him. She let him go and change. And then when he was prepared and ready to turn in his paper, yeah. she went ahead and graded it. So that's what I think Khloe Kardashian needs to do. I know she wants to have another baby with this man, and I think she should. If she doesn't want another baby daddy, go ahead and take that sperm. Embryos are waiting. Yeah. But would you as, get back with the cheater if he cropped for another 15 minutes? <laughs> I would get back with the cheater if I knew that I really loved him mm -hmm. and that his 
level of cheating was not because he just, it was a game. If he had an impulse issue or if he had a real addiction that I could not over, like that I could overlook and work around, you know, but it's different for gay men because we can kind of create our our own rules. Mm -hmm. And I just think if it was something where someone was like, I love you, but I can't help myself. And I really want to figure this out with you. I would try to to keep an open mind for as long as possible. I don't think it would last because I'm a Scorpio and I'm jealous as Well, that's the thing that I think like, okay, like if Chloe, because that's what I think about too. Like even when I had my second kid, I'm like, okay, you almost have to just be like, all right, I'm not going to have to, I'm not going to let the wonder and the worry and the fears and all the doubts come in. I'm going to, you know, have another kid, whatever. Chloe has another kid, but it's still like, you either have to live your life completely separated from even questioning or wondering. Yes. Or you're just going to like, it's just the can't, it's like, it's going to literally eat you aside. Like the, his uh, set acting out affairs is like, is a cancer in your life. So yes. it's like if you can't just be like, you know, whatever he does and just turn a blind eye, but I'm not, I can't do that. Like, that's just not in my like DNA. DNA. I no, it's true. That, like I'm chosen and I, it's only me and I don't know. I once dated an athlete, professional athlete, and there were things about him that I really loved. And there were things about him that I understood that he didn't understand about himself. And someone made me think about it in a different way. This other professional athlete said, you know, most famous people, including athletes, get stunted at the age in which they hit it big. Mm. So whenever they got the money is where their emotional growth was stunted. Oh, professional athletes. I think they don't have to grow up because that's where they hit it big. So the things that they were doing at 21 and 22 aren't acceptable when they're 31 and 33, you know, but they're still doing it because in their minds, there's still that rookie that got 1 million or $5 million a year. And that's where they are. Yeah. I think at the end of the end of the day too, it's character. Like sometimes I'm like, Okay, if they're a cheater, fine, they're a cheater. But what what is their character? How do they treat you? How do they treat other people? How how are how are they on a daily basis with you? Are they more what's their energy like? Like how do how do they love you? It's I think those things at the end of the day were it was kind of my deciding factor, to be honest. Yeah. I wasn't with a cheater. I was with somebody who, for lack of a better word, didn't give a about anybody else but himself. Mm -hmm. Like it was always the him show. Like there was a time where we went to his sister's wedding and I had to pull him aside. Keep in mind, I'm four years younger than him at this point. And I had to pull him aside and be like, this is not about you today. Like, this is not your, your sister, wedding. This is not your <laughs> wedding. Your sister is getting married today. I don't care if you're hungover or your tummy f-ing hurts. Get the f- up, put on this damn tuxedo and get ready to say a speech. Yeah. And his mother was like, but if I'm like, Barbara, this is why he's the way he is because you come in and you say, well, let me get you some soup when you should be sitting there with Lindsay getting her f-ing family on. Like, so go. Yeah. I kicked his mom so hard out of that room. She, I thought her head was going to turn over. I thought she was going to turn into Linda Blair, but. Well, you know was, what? You did the right thing. That's again, that shows your character. That shows that it's not about just you. You care about other people. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't even my sister. I was happy to do it because it was his sister's day. But it's just, it's so crazy. I think anytime dating 
an athlete where people's fame and net worth are so on public display that you just, it would be different if this guy was not an athlete who made his money on the, you know, in Bitcoin or something and no one knew. (laughs) I just feel like when you're out in the public eye and people know your net worth, it's like girl central. Like it's Uh, like ass and titty central. Yeah. It's cougar central. It's all things. It's kittens, cougars, tigers. It's all of them. It's all of them. You're getting all of them. You're getting birds. You're getting everything. Oh my God. I just can't, I can't imagine. I am no athlete. So I'm I'm done with the athlete train. Been there, done. Stop saying that because watch, watch. (laughs) Jenna Kramer, don't say that. I've had girlfriends who have said that. And then look, the minute that guy comes. Trouble. Trouble. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Can we talk about Chrissy Teigen real quick? Yeah, sure. And I'm dying because I don't want to talk about Chrissy Teigen in in general. I want to talk about why some people can get away with things and some people can't. I know that you probably heard out there, for those of you who haven't known, known, Billie Eilish was kind of in hot water for 24 hours because she was accused of queer baiting in her latest video, A Lost Cause, and talking in a black scent in one of her IG lives and seemingly singing along to a Tyler, the Creator song that uses an Asian racial slur. This is despite her being very vocal about social justice. Now, she issued out a statement and apology on her IG about the racial slur and claims she is being labeled something she is not. Now, on the other hand, Chrissy Teigen came underwater for being a bully. And also, uh, amongst other things, she was blamed and kind of ridiculed for um, bullying Courtney Stodden, who was 16 at the time. But she also admitted that she was insecure and attention-seeking troll and said that she wanted to be held accountable and said that she was sorry. Why do you think some celebrities can get away with certain things and some celebrities can't? Well, first of all, I don't, I didn't, what, have you seen the Billy thing? I saw the Billie Eilish thing and, you know, because I, I haven't People are going to so. be mad about it. It's like when Gina Rodriguez was singing a rap song and the rap song had the N-word in it and she kept like on going Hannah with Brown. the rap song. She did the same like thing Like Hannah too. Brown. Yeah. Like Hannah Brown. Did the same thing. Went on and on and on. And sometimes I don't know what is worse, the chicken or the egg, because at some point, I think that, like you said about Tristan Thompson, you got to think about the optics. And you got to think about what other people may think or how other people may may feel about that certain thing. I think what happened with Chrissy Teigen was unfortunate because Chrissy Teigen blamed Twitter for her leaving and saying that people were rude and bullying her. I think Chrissy Teigen would have never gotten in trouble had she not called out people on Twitter for being rude and bullying. Right. Billie Eilish did what I think most celebrities would do. They would just deny being racist and say they're sorry and hold themselves accountable. But that's what life is about. Life is about getting to intersections and saying, I'm going to take the easy way out. I'm going to make a left 
or I'm going to do the work and learn and take a right. Uh, like, for example, what um, Matt James with uh, Ray, Rochelle, Rachel, Kirkinell. Rachel Kirkinell. So it's like, you know, she's she's learning. She's reading things. Is that something that like you also would want people yes. to do? Yeah. And I think for Rachel Kirkinell, if I'm going to be 100% honest, I lived in a house in college with three girls, three white girls. Mm-hmm. Their dream in life was to go to Old South. That what, same oh, party. Oh. It's it's like it's like prom for college. And you could only go if a KA asks you to go to Old South. The thing with Old South is only Kappa Alphas can give the invitations because it's their yearly formal. At LSU and at most colleges, Kappa Alpha is majority all white. They invite white girls who are in you know, sororities that are on the campus and it's all white. Did I know or did at that time, did I grasp the true meaning and why it was so terrible for my girlfriends to go to that party? No, I didn't. I I was with them having pre-drinks before they left. I wasn't even thinking about it. However, I always thought it was really messed up that all of the fraternities and sororities were race divided at LSU. Mm. So I think in for me, it wasn't the party. The party wasn't the problem. The problem was the institution that said black fraternities rush on these days and white fraternities rush on these days. And we kept them separate when we should have had black people and white people rushing together and finding organizations that yeah. were diverse. So yeah. am I mad at the party? No. Am I mad at KA because KA finally decided in 2016 to cut the party out? Yes, because that should have been cut out in 2001. And so should the practices that allows members only to be one race. I had girlfriends who I served in their weddings, who I talked to all the time, that went to KA's party. Do I think they're racist? No. Do I think they wanted to be a part of something that they deemed cool back in the day? Yes. Do I still think they think it's cool? No. Yeah. Okay, good. And then to, to, to go back to like your original question, like for you, like what, where, where's the line for canceling some people and not the others? For me, I think canceling people is hard because I need to see the growth. Like I didn't really agree with everybody getting kicked off of a reality show because they were terrible. And I still stand by that. I say, let's see the Vanderpump people come back. Let's talk about the jobs that they lost, the money, the endorsement deals and everything else. Let's see them come back with their tails between their legs and see what their friends who are racially diverse think about the things that they did. Let's see them talk to the person they accused of stealing their stuff and see where her life is now. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we cancel people when we could be teaching them. And a lot of times, if I go back in my own life as a gay black man, I'm still teaching myself about the LGBT plus community because I don't know what's happening all the time. I'm not, I don't, I'm not like a Tesla. Like anytime something happens with a trans person or a bi person or a questioning person, like it's not, you know, automatically updated to my profile. I have to talk to trans people and talk about their issues and why they're doing things. And 
I'm lucky that I have an Angelica Ross who I can pick up the phone and talk to about, you know, why she's doing, you know, her programming and talking about, you know, the things that she's doing and what's going on in the trans community. And I think a lot of times when we say, oh, you need to educate yourself, it comes off as a bad thing, but I'm doing the same thing. I don't, I didn't know anything about that video, you know, about George Floyd until I watched the video. That was the education for me. You know, I think it's a two part thing. People are afraid to admit that they need to educate themselves. And I think we as a people get frustrated because some of us think we should not have to educate you. You should already know this. And I think for me, that's the wrong attitude to have. If somebody is willing to come to school and willing to sit in the desk, why can't we be willing to talk to them if they really want to learn? Absolutely. Does that make sense? So for me, I'm not trying to cancel Chrissy Teigen. I think it's wrong, but and she needs to have that. Ooh, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not okay to say those things. No, but I. But you know, no. People should have. You know, I think. Yeah, just she needs to do better next time. Oh, I want to see her with, and you know, Courtney Stodden has said, and Farrah Abram has said, like they would talk to her like on a couch. Give me Dr. Phil. Give me Dr. Drew Pinsky, honestly. Give me Dr. Drew Pinsky having a one-on-one conversation with Chrissy Teigen and then inviting the young women who she told, you know, to go. I would have so much more respect for her if she did that. Cause I think it's like, it's, it's like, no girl, it's not going to be just that. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Moving on. Like sit down, have those uncomfortable conversations and let people see like, that your sadness and your your that yes. you're sorry and that you are growing and then you're willing to apologize and yes yes yeah. and not a one on one I don't want a one on one I want her to sit with them and you know nine times out of ten she might hear I didn't know you were going through that I didn't know that X Y and Z were happening and I just think a lot of times there is a level of understanding that we can learn from other people's pain and other people's shortcomings. And I think we need to really be open to that. Like we need to be open to the fact that people make mistakes. And in most lives, you don't do something in your personal life and then you lose your livelihood. You know what I mean? Like, I think for people, you know, they were upset with me because your opinion about Chrissy Teigen wasn't hard enough or you didn't go hard on Chrissy Teigen. And, you know, like I said, I'm not a judge or a jury. If you decide that you don't like what Chrissy Teigen did, you don't have to click buy for none of the products anymore. You don't have to buy safely. You ain't got to get her cookbook. You don't have to go ahead and buy, you know, her spoons and farts. And if enough people think that way, stores are going to start pulling her line. That's how you make a statement. You don't make a statement by being mad at other people for not thinking the way you do. For sure. And you don't know the, the, the stuff behind, you know, what else is going on or the story or their pain. Yes. There's, yes. there's a lot, there's a lot to it. I'm like, I get so many trolls on DM being like, it's because you, this, that, and this is why your husband cheated. And I'm like, like you guys, like, you don't know, like, why are people just like pushing what the, their thoughts and like being rude to other people? Like when they have no idea what's behind closed doors. For sure. But I also think people push their own insecurities on other people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had a friend who went ham about 
what happened with a certain celebrity and she kept on going off and she would call and she would say, I can't believe you wouldn't go harder on her. Why are you doing this? Why are you not going harder? And I finally had to say, because my experience is not your experience. So yeah, you might that. turn up about this, you know, you're turning up about this because this hits you harder than it hits me. Why don't you come on the show and do the show and you can go ahead and go in on her because you have a, a different perspective. Yeah. And don't say that when people were going off and Kevin Hart was going off about a gay son and throwing a dollhouse on him. I didn't see you turn up that much for me. And I, neither did I ask you to, because that's not your perspective, sure. but I'm going to turn up because it hits me close to home. Yeah, for sure. And that's part of living. That's a really good perspective. I like that a lot. Never ask. I will never in my life ask anybody to do anything they're uncomfortable with. But if Black Lives Matters happen and you couldn't say even in your own home at minimum that this was wrong and you couldn't admit even that part of the George Floyd of it all or the Elijah, you know, situation, if you couldn't admit even to me as a friend that, oh my God, this is wrong and this should not happen, then I had an issue with you. Yeah, for but sure. But I'm, I'm not gonna be mad at you because you felt like you couldn't post or you couldn't say anything publicly because you were afraid of your livelihood or afraid of what people would think about you. That is your journey. And when you get to the gates and St. Peter says, you're gonna go in the trailer park over here, I'm not mad about that. That's something that you and God are going to have to talk about. Mm -hmm. I'm not your judge and I'm not your jury, but yeah. as long as you can say this is not right, I'm good. For sure. Amen to that. It was not good. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not a woman. I am not a woman. So what you felt during me too is probably way different than what I felt during the damn thing. I, you might be surprised, but yeah, I don't know. You know? Yeah. But yes. But yeah. by the way, Judging from your reaction, I'm sure there were other women who were upset with you for not turning up more. Yeah, I think yes, yes, that that was that was tough and hard, and you know, for, for and 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 it happened to me on the set of One Tree Hill, like you know, and that was that was awful. And I I've just I've I've seen someone takes try to take someone down too that. It, like we have facts that's physically not true. And yeah. so that's just very hard, like to be like, why are you trying to get a payday? Or like, you know, so it's, it's like, yeah. I, but I want to hear everyone's story. I'm not saying people are lying, but there are, you know, you, you just come like, from a different girl. perspective. Yes. You come from a different perspective because you've lived the other side of it. Both. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter. I, I got like, off of Twitter. Twitter is like, I don't like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I honestly, I go on there to follow like the, the news channel. Cause I'm like, yes. like my, my, my tornado Nashville guys, the only guy I follow on Twitter. Cause I'm like, I don't I have nothing <laughs> to say, you know, like, what do I say? Like, I have nothing to make for dinner. Like I, I don't have anything to say. I want to give a shout out to everybody who follows me on Instagram at Justin A. Sylvester. <laughs> the love I get on Instagram is so immense and so unbelievable. There may be one or one to five people a week who feel the need to tell me something, depending on what happens on Daily Pop that week. But for the most part, I'm so appreciative of all the love and the positivity. And I think it's because my Instagram is a place of fun and, and fiction and fantasy and, and what's going on in my real life. It's a mix of all those things. But Twitter is really it could be a destructive place if you're not a secure person. And I have to be honest, 
I'm pretty secure about a lot of things in my life, but sometimes my job is not one of them. I always feel like I could do better and I always feel like I could be better. So when people go after that, because I put so much pride and so much energy into being on and popping at 5.30 in the morning. You are that, very popping at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes yeah. I'm not perfect and people remind me of that when I'm on Twitter. So I get off of it because, and the people who are coming for me are people who are just mad at my life. So I can't help it. I can't help it. But, you know, I got off of Twitter once um, Black Lives Matters happened and I am so happy I'm, I'm on it. I mean, you're giving me the courage to just, because sometimes I go on there just to like, be like, why am I, why do I do this to myself? It's just, it's like, I'm emotionally cutting myself. <laughs> like if I right. read these comments, I'm like, why do I do this? Or like when I go on Us Weekly and I read the comments, I'm like, why, why do I do this? This is, this is, this is not fun for me. But you know what is fun? And there I go, read everyone. <laughs> no, you have like, by the way, if I was in Us Weekly, I would totally read everyone. But <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> no, but how amazing that you have, you know, built this life for yourself that you are, and I say more money, more problems and more fame, more problems, but you're at the level in your career because of your talent and because of your willingness to be open and connect with people that you're in, a, you're in Us Weekly. Like you're that girl. You know what I mean? Like I'm not there. I don't think I'm ever going to be there. Oh, yes, you will. But you're like, do you know what I'm saying? You're like on the Today the Show, okay? Like, we all want to be in different people's lives. Like, I'd love to be on the Today Show. Like, come on. Like, let's like, let's, I'd rather be on, I'd give you us for today. Let's go. Oh, my God. I would give, look, I would trade today for those legs, those two kids, and that voice. I would totally, totally. But do you ever pinch yourself in life and say, because where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Michigan, an hour north of Detroit. And what's your parents' background? My mom was a secretary and my dad was an engineer. Did you have any cousins that were famous? Actually, my, my one cousin now is, uh, he just got drafted to the uh, Colorado rookies, Rockies, Rockies, Rockies. Rockies. <laughs> Rockies. Now, no, no, I'm saying now. But oh. like before you came, was there anyone in your life that you were like, oh my God, I'm going to follow her. She's going to give me a place to live and she's going to show me how to become and live my, my wildest dreams. Did you have anybody like that? No. So- when you start to think about those comments, I want you to stop yourself for a minute and say, if these people only knew how hard I worked to get to this place in my life and think about it, like think about the chances of you beating out a million actors to be on one tree hill. Come on. Okay. No, I, you know, it's, it's it's real. It's real. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like the odds of you becoming a working actress is probably higher. Like you could probably get struck by lightning twice before yes. that. Happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, shoot, trying to get another job right now. It's like, come on, which one is it going to be? Lightning first or another job? Like, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll take one of the two. Like. <laughs> It's coming. It's not, the story will be great that I got struck by lightning. So like, <laughs> but most celebrities, I feel like most actresses are having a hard time pivoting to this new age of celebrity because the new age of celebrity fans want to know about your lives. They want a more intimate look because yeah. in the nineties and the two thousands, the less they knew about you, the more marketable and the more money you would get paid because it was that mystere. Now, you're at the forefront because you're not afraid to be honest. 
<sighs> well, lately I've been very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's just like, now it just feels like so under a lens that it's, it's scary because I'm like, oh, I don't want to make any mistakes. And I, I and, and everyone wants to know what Mike did. Everyone. And that's like every time I do those little questions on Instagram and it's like, trust me, I would love to scream it to the world, but I'm like, I yeah. have my kids I'm trying to protect, you know, I've yeah. got like, so it's like, I'm trying to like, okay, like which road am I walking here? Is it the strong single mom? Is it the like, it's like, I'm just, it's a, it's just very strange. It's a weird, like yeah. I'm trying to like find myself. So I'm like, I don't know what voice I'm like going to, I don't know. Yeah. It's very strange. But it's good for you for thinking about it and for trying to figure out what route you're going to go. And let me just be completely honest, bitch. You've given enough meat. Like <laughs> you, if you decide tomorrow that you are not going to tell anymore, like if you start dating somebody tomorrow and you tell people like, I'm not talking about this relationship, people will say, you know what, bitch, you take a break. You go <laughs> ahead and live your life because you gave us everything and yeah. we appreciate it. But you know, there's some celebrities who don't give you nothing. Yeah, anything. And it's your choice. It really deeply is your choice. But I think you'll find a balance between yeah, that's what being I the like strong. That. Yeah. And people learn from you. They help me not feel as alone. There's a lot of people going through, you know, we all have our struggles, you know. So it's nice to know that we all have good and bad days and we all we're all walking that 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 path. And you're not by yourself. Nope. Never by ourselves. We got God. You guys, you can find Jana Kramer at her podcast, Wind Down with Jana Kramer. Check out her new movie, Soccer Mom Madam, coming to Lifetime. And you better get one brick wine because I'm telling you, it is a good sip, y'all. Ooh, let me get a promo code for that. Jana, thank you so much for being here. No, thank we you for having me, boo. I love you so much. And however I can support you and love on you and just champion you, just let me know. I'm here. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just a Sip. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode. And don't forget to write, review, comment on this on Spotify. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like. And we'll be back next week with some more JTS, honey. Come get this tea, boo.